Do not think you are anything special. Do not think you are as good as we are. Do not think that you are smarter than we are. Do not think you are good at anything. Do not think anyone cares about you. Do not think you can teach us anything. That are a couple of rules from the Yanta law. The law of Yanta, which is a social code that dictates emphasis on collective accomplishments and well-being and disdains focus on individual achievements. It is an underlying Scandinavian philosophy and it, it applies across Denmark, Norway, Finland, Sweden and Iceland and then also Faroe Islands where I'm from. And it started out as a, fic- uh, as a work of fiction where this guy was making fun of the small towns of Denmark or Scandinavia uh, where the community itself uh, all collectively think the same way and th- are thinking about how it's important not to think of yourself as better than anyone else. And we still to this day feel like that is mainly ingrained to us and to our way of thinking, all of Scandinavia, basically. I think about it a lot. I thought about, at least when I was younger, I thought about it so much. I really wanted to work against it. And I thought, why does it have to be a part of of me and why of us? Like, I feel like everyone thinks that about me. I think that about other people too. And then I just, thanks to social media, when I was like 17 or, or maybe even younger, I realized that not everyone thinks like this, especially the Americans. And after I've been living in America, and after being married to an American husband, I realized that that way of thinking about the individuality or the being an individual who can do whatever they want and who is their own maker of success compared to a collective maker of success, a collective way of thinking. Those two things are really interesting to talk about because this is not something I've researched a ton, but I just thought it would be very interesting to talk about how those two ways of thinking can create our mindset and the way we live. So in Scandinavia, we are like the political systems are completely different than in America. And I wouldn't necessarily call call it a socialistic way of living, but it is very much more community based and we have high taxes so that we can get our education paid and healthcare paid and other things paid through our taxes. And that way of living is, I mean, it depends who you ask and what their political views are and values are. Um, Some people think this is the best way of living. Other people think that the taxes could be lower and there could be more, um, it could be more welcoming to privatization of, uh, you know, healthcare and of education. But if we go back to the more psychological effects of it, not really the, the systemic or the, um, the political aspect of it, but more the psychological aspect of the Yanta law, of where you think that it's all a community, it's all collective. Don't think that you are anything special. 
while in America, for example, it's all about that thinking that you are special, thinking that you can do whatever you want. Um, maybe not necessarily think that you're better than others, but I don't know. You can let me know about that because I'm not American. But can is it possible to live in between? Like for example, if I were to move to America, I I'm not really interested in becoming that stereotypical loud and I'm gonna sell you this and buy my product or just very loud American at least I'm, I know I'm, I'm stereotyping right now but you must know what I mean uh, and I, I don't want to be the other way around where I don't think of myself as anything but can we be somewhere in the middle the Yank de Law, yes, it started out as fiction, but he was poking or making fun of the small towns of Scandinavia. And we talk about it all the time here as well with the Yank de Law. Everyone knows what it is. Everyone. So um, I remember I felt it a lot as well when I, was, I tried to do something in the Faroe Islands that was different. And I realized that Blaming it on the Yantala or on the people judging me was just making myself into a victim. Uh, and so that has never stopped me from doing anything because it is a frame of mind. It is a mindset to have, the Yantala. And I invite you to think about if you have some kind of Yantala within you. I was myself making fun of the Americans and I don't mean any um, harm there. It's just... I know not all Americans are like that because I have family there in America and I have lived there. So um, I wonder if the Yanta law is ingrained into all of us somehow, at least the parts where we say, do not think that you are anything special. Do not think you are as good as we are. Do not think you are smarter than we are. Do not imagine yourself better than we are. Now you is obviously yourself and we is this the community um, that we're talking about is this ingrained in us somehow that i think it is otherwise we would not have such a huge fan base of the me movement of the self-love movement of the body acceptance movement I really think that this way of thinking is very uh, normal and prevalent in the Western societies today, not just in the Scandinavian societies. We can call it maybe something else other than the Yantala, but the movements that are all about me, self-love, it's all about you, girlfriend, girl boss, you can do anything you want, you don't really have to have children because it's all about you, you don't need a man because it's all about you. I really think that women really gravitate towards this way of thinking because of what we think about ourselves. And the issue with two extremes, don't think that you're anything special, don't think that you are of any value, and then this tre these trends coming at you where it's only about you, you are your own God. 
Love the body, your body, the way it is, even if you are massively overweight. Don't try too hard at anything because you are good the way you are. I don't know about you guys, but if you are the right listeners to this podcast, then you have to at least nod a little bit when I say that that is not the way to go. That is not healthy to think that way. Either way. And where is the middle ground is the question. Just imagine how how the whole world or the whole Western world of women today really just gravitate towards this unhealthy way of thinking where nothing matters anymore. You're obese and that's totally great you're overweight and you're unhealthy that's fine because you are beautiful the way you are you can't find a man but that's okay you don't need a man you don't need anyone to take care of you you are all about women's right and you are all about how empowering women and therefore you're all about taking away the right of an unborn baby you're all about doing the bare minimum of getting by doing the you don't have to do anything to make yourself better because you are so perfect the way you are now I really believed this five, ten years ago, right when the movement started. I was all about it. I thought it was so cool because it is packaged in a way where if you don't know your values, if you don't really know yourself, and if you don't know how to think for yourself, if you let everyone else think for you then you will consume it completely raw without asking any questions and be like yes girl friend this is all for me girl boss I don't need a man I am perfect the way I am even if I'm unhealthy to the brinks of getting diabetes and all of this no I think telling this to younger women And I'm just thinking about if someone were there, was there to tell me that 10 years ago, right when this all started, then hopefully maybe that would have taught me how to think for myself. My question right now to you today is when you consume this content, and this was also in my previous episode, I asked you this, when you consume this kind of content, do you just eat it raw? Do you ask any questions? It's so important for us to learn how to think for ourselves. And that's what the whole point of this podcast is. The whole point of this podcast is not to tell you what to think. Rather, hopefully it is to teach you how to think. Because I really think that not many people today think for themselves. It is actually scary. And I'm not judging because 
I did not know how to think for myself only a couple of years ago. I really think that it sped up after uh, I got children. Suddenly my perspective changed. But I'm telling you, it's very important to think for yourself. And how do you do that? It's very, it's hard to do that. It's very hard to do that. Um, and I don't feel like I'm completely there just yet. I think the best way to start when it comes to this self-empowerment movement of feminism, especially, hold on to your femininity, but find your values. And especially being that I assume that you believe in God, go to God, talk to him about, and, and go to scripture about what are you worth? Because we need to find our worth in God and what he tells us, how much we're worth, and not rely on our, on our own measurements or at least, or even, especially on the measurements of someone else, especially a feminist movement, uh, especially the girl empowerment movement. We cannot rely on them to tell us what our worth is. It's very important that we go to scripture, that we go to God, and then from there learn how to think for ourselves. That's where life starts. That's where joy starts. And that's when we can truly begin to see what we are worth. To see our worth through God's eyes will tremendously change your life. Let's find some scripture. This is a beautiful verse from Psalm 139. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. The other one is Matthew 6.25. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to this span of life? Now this can be read uh, in many forms, but at least when it comes to the way we think of our bodies, the way we think of our worth, the way we um, identify in these ideologies today is if you are, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm sure that if, if you have found this podcast that um, you're at least trying to get out of it, just like I have been trying to get out of it, um, luckily I feel almost completely free from feeling like I am part of any ideology, but try to run away from those ideology as fast as you can. Because those ideology are basically religions that 
you that people subscribe to that people completely identify with and it's so important to run far away from that um, now I want to go back to what I talked about the Yanta law so instead of going the extreme side of it where no you're not worth anything don't think that you are worth anything don't think you're smarter than anyone don't think that um, you can teach anyone anything and then the other part where you are worth everything, you're a queen, do whatever you want, sleep with anyone you want, don't have a husband, you don't need one, just provide for yourself, don't have children and all of that. So can we meet in the middle of that and see the worth that we have from God's perspective and then work from there? This is what I'm trying to work with when it comes to my clients. It's usually on the side of the Yanta law where they don't really think they're worth their goals. But once we establish what they are worth in God's eyes, that's when the magic begins. And that's where we can start setting goals and work towards them. If you like this content, content and if you st are still listening thank you from the bottom of my heart this podcast is completely new i have not even posted any yet um, as i'm recording this um, but hopefully i have many uh, episodes to come and if you're interested in hearing more and to su subscribe to my community and get started you can go on www.mona bw.com and subscribe to my weekly newsletter where i will um send you uh, emails weekly with snippets or nuggets, uh, inspirational and other thoughts that I may have. And then also I am working on some courses and you will get the news from that. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. See you later, friend.